Until recently, the face of one of England's most notorious kings was left to artist imaginations. Known for his twisted spine and villainous ways, King Richard III probably had brown hair and dark eyes, or maybe light hair and blue eyes. Portraits painted after his death varied. But now, DNA has given scientists a better picture. In 2012, more than 500 years after Richard was cut down in battle, archaeologists dug up the monarch's yellowed skeleton under a parking lot in England. Analyses of dozens of genetic clues from the DNA in his ancient bones finally offered solid details about Richard's appearance, Kaiser and colleagues reported last year in Nature Communications. Quite certainly he had blue eyes, Kaiser said, and it's very likely that he was blonde as a kid and either had blonde or light brown as an adult. Kaiser and colleagues knew what to look for because they and other scientists have tracked down genes controlling hair and eye color. The researchers first had to scan the genetic instruction books for thousands of people. Each person's instruction book, or genome, holds three billion chemical base pairs, DNA letters, that spell out the plans for everything from sex to skin color. Most of those letters don't vary much from person to person, but scientists can use slight changes in the text, one-letter differences called single nucleotide polymorphisms to predict certain physical features. Kaiser's team can, for example, deduce a person's eye color by looking at just six letters spread out over six genes. To figure out hair color, for example, the researchers focus on 22 letters. For blue or brown eyes, the team's predictions are more than 90% accurate. Hair color is almost as good, with accuracies ranging from about 80 to more than 90%, pointing out a redhead is the easiest. The team has used its system called H-Irisplex on DNA from King Richard's bones. The system has crime-fighting appeal as well. It can pick out a person's hair and eye color from blood, semen, and saliva, even when DNA in the samples has broken down, the researchers reported last year in Forensic Science International Genetics. That's a big deal, because forensic DNA can get shabby. If samples sit around too long at crime scenes, DNA can fall to pieces, becoming hard to analyze. With hair and eye color in hand, Kaiser's team has now added skin color to its system, the team reported in September at the International Society for Forensic Genetics meeting in Krakow, Poland. Preliminary results suggest that the skin color test is about as accurate as the tests for eye and hair color, Clues about coloring are a good start for estimating appearance, but prediction tools are still rough around the edges. Eye colors other than blue and brown are difficult to predict, and DNA can't distinguish between blonde adults and brunette adults who were blonde as children, for example. Still, those traits, along with ancestry, are the easy ones, the low-hanging fruit, says geneticist Peter Vischer of the University of Queensland in Australia. Other features can be much harder for scientists to grab onto. Height and face shape, for example, are still mostly out of reach. 
If not for a scoliosis-curved spine, King Richard would have stood about 5 feet 8 inches tall. Scientists calculated this number from the lengths of his thigh bone. Using his DNA probably would have gotten them only somewhere in the ballpark. For any individual, your best guess might be correct, but it might be off by two or three inches, Fisher says. When it comes to predicting traits from DNA, two main factors come into play, he says. The first is how much genes versus environment influence a certain trait. For some traits, like body weight, environment plays a big role. The second is how many genes are involved. If lots of genes affect nose shape, for example, each gene's individual contribution may be tiny and hard to suss out. The number of genes influencing height could be huge, probably in the thousands, Vischer says. For height more than any other...